0: Everybody to another episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. We got a nice little show for you today. I'm your host Mitchell Carroll, aka Michael, aka ready to talk with our guy. Oh, you added a nickname get to our guy. Shut
1: the horn.
0: Before we get to our guy, I got to introduce my esteemed co-counsel, super analyst, all around okay guy, if Yaya.
2: We, if we rank the best okay guys, I think I come in third place. One of the okayest, for yeah, sure. I'm one of the okayest. Yeah. Not too yeah. bad. Ask no my doubt wife. about it. Never, never to the top performance, but just enough to get past. The results are in, you are okay, dude. I, the results okay. are in. <laughs> They'll be
0: in eventually. They're just doing an okay job. We haven't actually got them yet. Uh, over there on the far end of the couch, the art director for All City Network. And just a big old lovable guy down there with his cute little beard. Downtown Dwayne Brown. cute.
1: Thanks, buddy. What's up, dude? I, I, I was going to say it was okay, but I'll take It's I'll an take okay the beard upgrade. for sure. I'll take the upgrade. Well, cute. then... <laughs>
3: That kind of eliminates Yaya's okay beard. Well, yeah. we're
1: both on team okay. Right? I don't think that beard even gets okay. I, am, t- I totally am top three okay. <laughs> Wait, I was told okay was not exclusive; that I could also
2: be in there. I'm sorry, this is a council, and I ca- I vote you out of the okay. I class. knew there was, there was,
1: I knew there was going to be so much drama on today's show, and drama. it's already started. Drama.
0: Speaking of, we're joined. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> In his first <laughs> return since Wanner's Week, I
3: believe. Yeah,
0: or close yeah, to it. No, it was well, Warner's
2: Week, I think the last time, wasn't well, it? I, yeah,
3: I've been, you know, I've been in the comments. Of course. So. Of course. Yeah, yeah, but so you haven't already been, 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 been not from, on the show. Yeah. From the C
0: thirty eight pod. From Twitter and various other places. From the parking lot outside the Rapids
3: Stadium. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we got Warner's baby. Let's go. Oh, Bro, this
3: is like one of the most fun things to do. Thank you. When it comes to rapid stuff to do, we outside are, the stadium, of course,
2: it, bro. Off season is peak goofy time too. Yes, this he, is going to get weird. He is the top Juaner. He's one top percent one Juan top top one percent Juaners.
0: The only one. Mm, the only Juan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh man, doesn't sound as good when I say it though. That's for sure. Is that your Twitter <laughs> name? <laughs>
2: um, is that your Twitter name? Only Juan? No, 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 no. Damn, I mean, that should have been instead man. of Juaners, honestly.
3: Someone probably took it, dude. Someone took Warners, at Warners. Uh, you know what we could do is if everyone goes and reports at Waners for faking being me, then I could just have <laughs> at Waners.
2: Or we can just Photoshop. Awesome. We can literally <laughs> just Photoshop. Let's go. We can
0: Photoshop. We'll start the campaign for Wa- sure. Juan
3: Rebel Mendoza has at Waners, and he's not tweeted tweeted since 2016, the last time the Rapids were like really dominant. Just we Photoshop know. a bunch of articles Wander's.
2: talking about Elon Musk, and he'll get banned. Whoa. Well, he's not
3: he's not playing. Like he's not tw- I mean he's not tw- <laughs> he's not tweeting.
2: Yeah. You wish he was playing
0: yeah. he's not doing anything. He's no, just he's on not. the sidelines wasting a great screen. And that make you even like matter yeah like, he doesn't do yes. anything. Get him. DNVR Rapids Nation, we need you to come yeah, through. Everyone at
3: Warriors and like spam him and spam Twitter. Well, just, yeah. just any any Rapids person go spam him. Yeah. Yes, please.
0: Um all right guys, we got we got some topics we we were going to get to eventually here. Uh, we're gonna talk a little Rapids match day experience. We're gonna talk Rapids branding because we have our, our designer and art director over here, who's pretty good at that sort of thing. And uh, we but first, man, I I got in our little chat about the show, and I said we have to talk about this men's national team drama because drama. it is so dumb, so <laughs> stupid, <laughs> and so <laughs> hilarious. That we have to talk about it.
3: Warner, oh. do you know about this? So I actually uh, spent all day yesterday working. Okay. Today was my first work day back from like wow. two weeks. We're going to get
0: live Warner's reaction. Yeah, to this it
3: was too. two weeks of like being off of work, not having to do anything. I was like waiting on my phone for all the drama, you know? Yeah. Uh, and
1: You're
0: about to get it.
3: You know, my
1: friend, it has arrived. Yes. This is it. It has so, arrived.
3: I mean, I'm kind of out of my element because I come into these shows prepared like Here's why Rubio is great. Look at these XG stats. Look at these goal plus stats. Right. And then this time I'm like, well, Gio Reyna is kind of soft, bro. Yo, it, <laughs> no, it's it, 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 not, it, not, not, uh, not even. That is not even.
0: I think part bro. of it, and we'll, we can get into speculation there. Let's just talk about what we let, know let, for sure. Let's yeah. yeah. Let's get. To let's the, lay this out. So So a report comes out, um, so re- sourced by several reporters, but uh, it comes out that someone talked to U.S. Soccer during the World Cup saying I have information that will bring down Greg Burhalter.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Sounds, like, sounds like something I would yes. do. Yeah. So,
0: Berhalter, rappers, on his own #3. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't say on his own, but Burhalter comes out with a statement and says that 30 plus years ago, there was an argument with him and his wife that turned physical.
1: He kicked her in the legs.
0: He kicked her in the legs. They were drunk. They were drunk. He's also so They've he also played. been now married for 30 years and have four kids and have a good relationship.
3: Well, he's a soccer player. Sure. Yeah.
0: It's, he a diff-
2: it's very different. It's but like a UFC guy out, you. he
0: came out. He talked about it. says, we've gone to therapy it's separate and together, and we've worked on this. We have a good relationship. He, he got his, in front of it. Whatever he and his done. wife both signed it. Correct. So. Then it comes out that the person that divulged this information was none other than former U.S. Men's National Team captain and soccer parent Claudio Reyna. Yes. Well, who was, was roommates with Greg Berhalter in college,
1: but it wasn't him. It was actually that was. Well, I'm just saying in
0: terms of reporting. This is this was the report that first right. hit. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Turns out it was actually Gio Reyna's mother.
3: Whoa. Gio Reyna's
0: wife, and this was in so response to Claudio? Gio who to was? the news about Gio coming out that he wasn't you know in a good attitude with the team, wasn't who was? know, pulling his so, weight
1: to, to keep like the craziness of this story going all of the drama <laughs> Gio's mom was roommates with Bearhalter's wife. wife yep when, and when all of Claudio this and Bearhalter
0: were roommates also yes yeah so
1: they're all good buddies um Claudio I think was a groomsman in Bearhalter's wedding yep um, so th- this is a close like group who's who's yep Growing so we need keeping up with the Berhalters. Correct. Well, I yeah, read exactly. this story because <laughs> I'm not a, uh, I don't keeping care about the rainos, celebrities really. or anything, but this started happening. I was like, F it, man. I'm just going to read this drama and get the whole this story. It feels a lot
2: like Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Like, it feels a lot of like, it's kind of just, just, just kind started feuding. Yeah. So
1: basically to rewind it further. So you have this report of there was a threat during world cup. After the World Cup is when Berhalter did that conference and shared the information about there being the issue with Correct. a didn't player, name the player yeah. didn't name it but everybody knew yep so that was really really dumb on Burhalter's part yep. to think that that was going to stay in the room and of course it <laughs> didn't then Gio comes out and says this is true i didn't uh do a great job working out and putting the energy in i apologized to my teammates and the coach and things were good then at the same time as this is coming out that's when the report from Gio's mom hit. It was December 11th or whatever it was. She went about, full soccer mama. Yeah, she yeah. she went and Stage said. Parent, but book but here's parent. the funny thing is, Berhalter says, "I'm going." I, I shared this stuff in this conference. I didn't know anyone was going to talk about it in the public. <laughs>
3: so there's Gio's a mole. mom. <laughs>
1: goes, Gio's mom goes. mom goes and shares this information with U.S. Soccer. Then an investigation starts, and she goes, I didn't think anyone was going to share this in the public. Yeah. It was the same exact thing, I and it's just so much stupidity. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Claudio Reyna, because he got dragged, dumb. and
2: everybody thought it was him. Now Everyone that, thought so it was yeah, him. And it turns out to be his wife, and now yeah. it's like, Claudio Reyna now has that over his head, where it's like, yeah, you, kind of, you probably kind of started this, when he might have not been involved at all.
1: I feel like they were probably both involved. I'm sure
2: they were both involved. I feel like it's his wife a lot,
1: honestly. So, I mean, it was
0: probably more so. But here's here's okay, so so that's what happened. Uh, to me, the takeaway is I let's talk I don't about think results.
1: It's, Dr- dramatic well, results. I don't think
0: it's gonna be Per Halter. Right. I mean obviously it's Hudson on the next one, which we can get Jesus. into that too. I, no, uh, that's I, its own I, that's, that's <laughs> its own podcast, really. Oh uh, but that, that's the to me, victim, if you're the next coach and you're like what does this do for Gio Reyna? Cause if you ever discipline him or bench him or don't include him in a an eleven for the gold cup or for whatever, are you have to worry that his mom's gonna dig up dirt and try and ruin your career? Well, I no, at that point there's already a track record. Yeah, there's a yeah. track record. That's of, what I'm yeah. saying. Is this gonna factor into Gio's future? No, because no, I think
1: Gio's parents have have played their card now. And it's hurt them as much as they thought it was going to hurt uh, Burhalter. The only person, the only victim in all of this is Burhalter's wife. Yep. Yeah. You know, like this is. Kevin seven just where, made that point. Good for you, Kevin. So, good good for job, you, Let's go Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, I'm with you, buddy. Like that. That's that's the true victim in all of this. Is that all of this garbage comes out in this drama? Meanwhile, there was an incident thirty years ago, and yeah, they released a statement saying they've patched it up, but we don't know that. And and things have consequences and they have mental impacts that she's had to live with, you know, and she's still with this person, and that stuff just doesn't evaporate. Absolutely. You know? And so now you're dragging up all of this crap from her life, and she's not even the one like involved in any involved of it. in any of it. And like that's like the true like crappiness of all of this. I, I I think going to U.S. soccer, uh, in a in a reactionary way. I don't think it's bad to go to U.S. soccer and bring up an investigation, but it's obvious that it was retaliatory, and it's because your what nineteen it's, year old son
0: yeah it's petty didn't handle the national team so assignment real well. Real quick,
2: real quick. Like, what do you think, Is This is your first time hearing this. What is your like your instant reaction of this? Like not processing, just kind of like hearing this for the first time. <laughs> like, I think uh,
3: this is, uh, you know, it, this is the, the level of drama here is tame compared to the Mexico El Tree drama between <laughs> Chicharito and Tata. Personally speaking, well, uh, I don't yeah.
0: know that drama. It's
3: <laughs> 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 that's another pop. Is there a
0: cliff yeah. notes? Is there like a, a few <clears throat> sentence cliff notes on that, or is it? Too I mean, long?
3: Chicharito uh, likes to party. Yeah, that's all we will say.
2: He likes to uh, instigate <laughs> a little bit. Oh, too. okay,
0: good for him. But beside uh, that,
3: um, I, I think the biggest thing that Giorena has to worry about is not whether or not his coach is going to, you know, discipline him; it's whether or not he can get on the field. Right. And it's funny that there's just so much hype and like so much talk around a player who has never had a consistent season of, you know, playing time where he wasn't injured throughout a season.
2: Well, that's because potential is gives you hope. Right. You feel a little bit and you're like, cool. And,
3: and Gio is a baller. He is, in yeah. In the moments that we've seen him, he's a baller. And, you know, like, people got mad that he wasn't playing. He was, you know, it is kind of like sus that Jordan Morris got more playing time than, or not more playing time, but he got that uh, that uh substitution over well, him. Well, he did get more playing time kind of than. In- yeah, I mean, I I wasn't really privy to much of the U.S., uh but this kind of reeks of the, uh of just kind of the whole uh system that the U.S. has in place of like, this those, is U.S. soccer. Yeah, those yeah. with, like, the the ability to kind of get their way into these positions will get their ways in the positions.
2: It feels very immature, not just from Gio, but also kind of from Berhalter a little bit. That if, Yeah. It, because if he really didn't feel like that about if he really did feel about that, Gio, making it so public and making it so well-known, even within the organization, feels very immature because he kind of wants to say, hey, look what I did to one of the best players that we have. I got a little bit more control. So, again, I hope it's not Anthony Hudson. I think it's still going to be Burhalter in that coaching position because yeah. they kind of got they, ahead of it before anybody could. I, he, so
0: he went. He, he did a, a interview with the Harvard Business Review today, which was like a, a speaking event. For Who did Harvard Business School? Berhalter. Berhalter. Okay, where he was like, you know, he, they definitely put out that because he had this coming up, and he, you know, he threw his name fully in the ring. I want the job. I, you know, I want to come back. I don't think it happens. I think it's the last we see of him, his staff with Hudson, um, a Berhalter I, with the USC nest.
3: Berhalter's done. You saying?
0: I think I don't think he comes back.
3: Yeah, okay, because uh, I mean, I think always...
0: they wash their hands of this. They find someone else to do it, and they move on. Yeah, they. they I don't in...
1: think it even necessarily has to do with this, but I think this doesn't help. No, it doesn't. I think this helps US soccer if they were planning to move in that direction. Correct. That's I, how I, I meant could to say I it, could yeah. see US soccer being like, yes. Yeah, cool. This we're is done. all done yep. for us now. We don't have to release a PR statement about why we made the decision. Yep. Um, you know, so that's it's just so US soccer. <laughs> it's yeah. just I mean, it's like we have a World Cup where people get what? excited <laughs> again about about US men's <laughs> national team. It's like we kick ourselves right in the junk again, you know. Yeah, so I mean, even even so the way they, <laughs> even yeah.
3: the way the U.S. played, I thought they played really uh, timid and scared. And uh, I mean, in my time when I used to follow the U.S. early on as a child, there was this big underdog mentality that they'd go into every single one of their games. Michael right? Bradley
2: embodied that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, they were dogs, and nowadays the U.S. soccer just has no dogs. I think mean, besides Adams and Musa. Everyone around them is either super soft or like it feels like they're just entitled.
2: I'll put Reem up. That's how I I feel. I put Reem up there. I think Reem's a dog. Reem's a dog. Yeah, but he won't even be around next. He looks like Thor. Like that's why you don't think he's a dog. Yeah,
3: that's probably why he was a dog. I mean, and they
0: only scored what three
3: goals. Yeah, the thing is, like for dog, like you need like individually, Musa and and Adams are those guys. Those guys are those guys for their club and they go out there and they are those enforcers but then you get to the rest of the team and there's no like hey let's throw caution to the wind and like we're at the world cup we're here at the dance let's let's like fuck shit up you know instead it's let's try to you know make it as far as we can and even though we're going to be outclassed eventually at least we got it further than mexico did and even though they did make it further than mexico mexico at least had you on the edge of your seat you know they had you watching and and and, and even then you know uh, I, I i I tend to support both teams based on how I'm feeling with the vibes. Sure. Ever since Burhalter was some
0: wild vibes, both directions. It, it just, I, mean, <laughs> ever, I mean, ever since Burhalter
3: was hired, I've been anti USMNT just because that philosophy that he's, uh, that he's established is one that is so soft and one that is pampered. And that has led us to where we are today.
2: It feels like a David Beckham kind of left system. That's what I feel. Pretty boy. Yes. You got skill. Go out there and, and beat them with your skill instead of doing the little dirty work. Yeah, and that's what us was about. Yeah, the, about how the grind. saying, it's the grind. It's you do the dirty work because that's gonna take you that extra step. That's Boot gonna tracks. take you to the promised land. And it does feel like I are really... I think part of it is away from that.
1: The mentality is that I, I I do feel like the talent on this current squad is higher yes. than a lot of those dog teams. So. I'm not going to say that they're pampered pretty boys or anything. Like I I don't think that's it. I just think that expectations were higher that we didn't. Nobody was pushing them to be that gritty dog to come into it because we already felt confident that this was a squad with a lot more talent than we're used to. So I I don't know if that's a fair take on it. Yeah, I mean, Um, my
3: my issue is not with the talent. This this I mean. It kind of comes to MLS nowadays, too. Like, most MLS teams are more ta- way more talented than they were, like, you know, years sure, ago sure. in MLS. it five really years know. ago. But the MLS, there's a charm to the old teams, <laughs> to the old MLS teams, to the old USMNT teams, where it is this kind of, we are taking on the world as opposed to, like hey, we're good enough to dance with. I, I don't think the U.S. Yeah, right is that. good enough to compete with, you know, as we saw against teams like the Netherlands. Uh, even if they had beat the Netherlands, I mean, we had all the momentum in the world to beat England. And beating England, I know he drew 0-0, it was a great game, but that first half was the best they've ever looked, where they utilized their talent, they got the dogs in them, and they're fighting, you know, they're playing up to the occasion. Sure. They come to halftime, they're like, hey guys, uh, remember we gotta, you know, be here for as long as we can. So like, instead of being like Canada, who you know, had a really great showing. Gave it to to Belgium, gave it to Belgium. They they brought it, they captivated their audience way more than I felt the US did. Now, that's obviously not what matters. What matters is results, right? I think entertainment factors into it. But, you know, you got sure. millions of people finally watching you. And, you know, to play kind of the way they did against uh, Wales that first time was just, you know, very, very much like we were building up to this thing we missed out and we didn't do anything with it.
2: I do I do say that quite a bit where um, it feels like the U.S. keeps competing with Mexico. And I think they've overtaken Mexico in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. And... I feel like they're still stuck in that. Like, are we still be- are we still better than Mexico? The measuring and, stick needs yeah, to change. Instead of saying, "What do we have to do to reach that next level?" To start competing with the Belgium, start competing with the Englands, start trying to like force your way into the elite tier of national teams. Dude,
3: honestly, if the U.S. put as much uh, and U.S. fans put as much <laughs> into into beating Mexico as they did beating England, if we can really call. Soccer,
2: soccer. Sure, <laughs>
3: we're th- we're good, you know. But yeah, it's like it would have been.
2: It might have been too low. Like honestly, like yeah. if the U.S. actually wanted to win. Yeah. If we to put a bow on it, it is
0: about
3: entertainment, and that's what was lacking. I mean, we finally got it now. Watching, though. <laughs> we watching finally got the entertainment months after the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs>
0: watching Mexico with Yaya was easily the most entertaining part of that whole World Cup for me. It was the most fun I had. The the the, the bursts of curse words in Spanish. And screaming and clapping, it was the best. Watching soccer with you is so fun.
2: I do cuss quite a bit. Oh yes. my god,
0: it was so fun. Dwayne was there. He can he can attest. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was
2: terrifying. <laughs> I Drew Moore kept looking at me and saying, "Yeah, yeah, Mexico just scored," and I'm like, "I don't care, Drew. If I can hurt. i telling you things." Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Um,
3: you I don't know, believe other... I was I was screaming when we scored the second goal, and, and they got they got me they got me hooked. And then we they conceded the last one, and I. Was angry,
2: bro. My heart just started beating faster when you said they scored this <laughs> last, because I'm like, I I remember that moment, and then Henry Martin comes in and just bop, and oh, opened yeah. that and just like, what's the next topic we're talking about?
0: Yeah, is there any, okay, yeah. Let, let's put a bow on that. It, it's it's yeah. it's it's silly. It was a fun little story, and, now, and, 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 and it's and, and bridges a dead week for Rapids news, and we can get and into then, more stuff
1: Like the 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 saddest part of it all. Wayne, I have to do is an ad that read. now Hudson is the coach?
0: Oh God, we will get into that. <laughs> if I love shows, it, man. I'm a Mexico sure. fan. Give me um, Hudson every day of
1: the week. <laughs> I know you're joking. I'm not. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. First, I just learned something new about Yaya. It's even scarier. I'm a Mexico fan. Remember that, Mitch. <laughs> is, is there something that you'd like to add to the show?
0: No, I wanted to do an ad <laughs> read, and then you started talking again about stuff we already talked about. Read those ads.
1: I can't Good wait to Lord. hear about
0: it. No, it's okay. You're right. Hudson is the worst thing that could happen. He is terrible. Um, okay. I'm all for it. We're going to get into some discussions about the Rapids. But first, we're going to talk about the homies at homies. game time. Do you like going to sporting events or concerts or comedy shows? Yes. Or any of those things? Do you like getting good prices on seats? Also, yes. Do you like getting discounts on the best seats in the house? Yes. Well, you should go to... Game Time. What? It is the hottest new ticketing site. Makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in any of these premium seats, that's courtside. That's behind home plate. That's 50-yard line. That's the end zone. That's four seats at the concert. you got to use the Game Time app. It's the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Nuggets tickets, on Avalanche tickets, on Rapids tickets, because that's less than two months away um so make sure you're using game time to find those tickets
3: can i just say you know uh not that not that uh not that you know i wasn't you know already using it but i have already been using game time it is literally the best for planning uh your away day trips oh yeah because instead of me having to hit up hey uh fc dallas uh can I sit in your supporters section? Sure. And you guys can, are going to upcharge me, and I'm going to be in the corner of the stadium, anyways. Instead, I go to game time, pick a nice couple of seats. Yeah. And they were all I, was all I used last season for away days. Uh, I went to the Christmas game, the Nuggets game, got a nice. sweet deal. Nice. I thought you awesome wouldn't, game. but. Greatest dunks. One of the
2: greatest dunks I've ever seen. Broncos, $2 Bronco ticket.
3: Literally, you can go to $2, sit in Mile High Stadium,
0: and watch the what's left of the Broncos. The other, well, team. The other arrested team, the other team, the You don't want
2: to yeah. watch Mister Unlimited. Who's, I, I
0: mean,
1: unlimited deals, deals for two oh, dollars.
0: What good one, Dwayne? Um, if you love DNVR, you'll love Game Time. No, That's Game Time's amazing. Look, this is He's organic. We didn't even coach him on this. The just guys. did it.
1: We'll have you check for um, you after the show. <laughs> the best way to support
0: <laughs> us and Game Time together is to go to the link right there in the show notes. You go to Game Time. Boom, right there. You're looking at Rapids tickets. You're going through. Going through that link helps us so much. Um, Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Also, Denver Health Medical. It's open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January 15th. Denver Health Medical Plan offers elevate, elevate exchange plans available on Connect for Health Marketplace great benefits and affordable plan choices. You can also call direct at 303-602-4912 and sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Elevate Exchange plans have options for individuals and families looking for cost-effective quality health insurance for those who might not get coverage through their employer or who might be self-employed and need to get coverage. All Elevate Exchange plans include adult dental and vision at no additional cost. Plus, this year we offer lower monthly premiums than any plan currently available in the marketplace, and we've added new mental health benefits for your regular copay. Go online or give us a call, 303-602-4912. Plan members have options to receive care at any of our 10 family health centers in the Denver area or the main hospital outpatient medical center at Denver Health. I used to go to the doctor there super regularly. It's a great facility. It's easy in and out. The parking's easy. Um, They do a great job. Additionally, this year we added a virtual mental health option called Elevate Mind. It's available 24-7 at the cost of a normal copay. Great for those who need a convenient resource for mental health. We are an NCQA-accredited health plan, which means we have a higher standard for quality of care. Open enrollment for exchange runs until January 15th. You have 10 days if you need it. That's next week. Call today, 303-602-4912, or visit www.denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Shout out to the homies of Denver Health.
3: I'll be right back, guys. I only got a week to do this. Yeah, Sorry, go. Um,
0: You have to (laughs) take the horse and buggy down to the... Hospital. Um, (laughs) All right. So, waters, and we're not going to (laughs) totally totally break this down, but after the season, after the World Cup, you had a little op-ed published.
3: Yeah, Uh, the elephant in the room, huh?
0: Look, (laughs) it's not an elephant. I wouldn't call it an elephant. Yeah. This resonated with a lot of people. Yes. It was one of the most popular pieces of Rapids media in all of 2022, I would say. It was definitely one of the most talked about. Um, Thank you. I don't want to sit here and and rehash every point you made or make you bring up any single specific point but i do think that when you look at this panel it's four people who experience rapids game days on a weekly basis in very different ways yes and and have come to supporting the team in four very different ways and i think being able to talk about match day experience like this can open up a pretty lively discussion because none of us see it the exact same way yeah but we all support the club pretty intensely. So. Being able to talk about it, I think, is really interesting. Um, so let's. There's a lot of ways we could start this. Great graphic, by the way, Dwayne. Good job.
1: Um, it's a photo. I put some words on it, and it looks, looks like a wallpaper texture. You put texture on it. Yeah, man, you did All work. Right. Don't you did don't great. you discredit yourself. Yeah, Don't discredit yourself. Really getting love you, man. Uh, believe, man, man.
0: So I guess let's let's dig into some <laughs> match day experience. I obviously have probably spent, of the four here for sure, I've spent the least amount of time at DSGP. I would go to maybe one, two matches a year with some friends. We'd get eight tickets, sit up in the bleachers up above the the built-in seats up in the corner, um, drink a bunch of gelada tall cans, and then leave. And it was, you know, I never really thought about it too much. Um, enjoyed it. Liked the free parking. Hated how far away it was. Obviously, I was like... There could be more to this. But, you know, I wouldn't say it was the worst time I had. We got to drink a bunch of beers, got to go in for pretty cheap and leave and call it a day. That being said, now I don't really, you know, that was, I wasn't looking for things then. And now when I go, I'm up in the box. I'm talking to the other reporters there where, you know, I don't see the same thing. You're in the section with C38 every game. You are sitting four sections away every game. You go a couple times a year, but mostly you're screaming at your TV at home.
2: I don't loudly. want... I, <laughs> yeah, no, there's yeah, kids I like at to DSG, there's at soccer moms. I don't want to be there. Like, yeah. And if yeah. I go to a supporters, man, I'm not going to watch the game and I'm not going to be able to talk about it afterwards. That's my sure. issue. Like, That's why I stay home because I like having a little bit more... But so you you've gone you guys, a lot. Oh, yeah, I've gone... Like, yeah. I used to go all the time when it was an Invesco. And one of my favorite things that there was was the the oh when they used to score like the song that just like blast yeah like like I used to love that dude as a kid I would like get get up and start clapping because I used to love that with those like blue and black uniforms running around the pitch I never made it to a
3: rapid
0: game at my High and I wish I did I feel like I missed something. I feel like there's a club I'm not a part of and it really gives me fun. Hey, I, like, I've never had it. I didn't life.
3: either. <laughs> not a lot of people know this, but I was a Nuggets fan before I was a Rapids fan.
0: Sure. So,
2: I mean, you're wearing that, right Yeah, now. Yep. I used to go all the time to those Invesco. Well, I think, I'm not going to lie, I think Invesco really lent itself to having a really good atmosphere because I feel like they had a little bit more resources to do things. Oh, yeah, things. way more resources. So the music would blast immediately after and you could see the crowd really get into it, like, immediately. And also... That era really got a lot of fans because when they used to bring the Liga and Mequis teams to play right before or right after the Rapids, people would watch both games and just stay there for hours. Watching, that's, I know they converted a lot of Mexican fans into Rapids fans at that time, because that's how my family got into the Rapids. That's how we learned about the Rapids, because we used to watch them at that time.
0: Sure. Sure, yeah, and, man, it you're right that such a big stadium offers so much more to a game day experience, right? There's more bathrooms, there's more vendors, there's better sound, there's bigger video boards, there's more parking. Uh, parking's probably about the same, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> more expensive. And, more expensive, but more public transportation in and out, et cetera, et cetera. Easier access to that. Um You two, though, I think are going to provide the most because you sit, t- I don't know, 100 feet apart from each other and probably have just drastically different game day experiences totally. between the two of you. Yeah, right. very different worlds.
3: Yeah, and I mean, my main thing when I wrote it mm-hmm. is... Uh, you know, I could only speak from my experience as a C38 member. Sure. Um, which is limited. You know, I, uh, I have bad seats where I am, you know, with the soccer moms and I'm getting really excited and everyone's looking at me like, this dude's really a fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, and then I've also been, you know, on, on road days. Uh, I've seen other experiences. Um, you know, I'm so thankful we're not FC Dallas because they probably have all our problems times 10. Really? Um, yep. So it's um, not even in Dallas. I love
0: it's that. Dwayne hates Dallas. So I do. I don't yeah. like that.
3: <laughs>
0: that's uh, awesome. We're going to have to talk more about that. Just <laughs> so Dwayne has.
2: Not <laughs> what happened?
0: Better. Oh, oh! Okay, you got yeah, this. Yeah, thank yeah, you, right. Kale. That um, was a little shot of Super Producer Kale, 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 nice. Kale and Super Producer Tip. Nice. That's a good looking shoulder. For you watching for
2: free, that's
3: extra for Kale shoulder. Yeah, that's right. You have to donate. You have to do a super chat now for that.
1: yeah with all that being said though like
3: the context of like my experience is limited to c38 here's how i see it um it it was really nice to see other people chime in that aren't c38 members and my main hope for the op-ed is that you know the club is reading not only what i have to say but reading through what what everyone else has to say because i think that that you know that not only have i brought up valid points about how i would you know, like to see the club being, you know, utilized, but so have many other people. And, you know, everyone's got probably a great idea in them some way sure. um, to improve the match day experience. And, you know, I'm not the only one that can come, you can dish out the ideas. So um, if you look through, I retweeted it. I retweeted every single thing that ever had to do with it, just so I can keep a log of like, sure. let me read through all of this. And, and, it, and I look at every comment, look at every Reddit thread, and everyone's got something to add.
1: Uh, so Dwayne, let's where let's would
0: you start with that? I think that's the place to go. Sorry. No, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, I, I was going to say, let's jump into some of those things. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, uh, again, like, like we bought, like we all experience match day very, very differently, whether it's at home in the media box, C38 or out, you know, outside C38 in the regular crowd where I am, um, they're all very, very different experiences, we all go to the stadium for different reasons. Um, also, I, I just want to put this out there: like, I'm cool with all the soccer moms out there. Like, <laughs> I have to. If, if I just feel like, like both in the comments and, and it just there, it's just we keep using this term like "soccer mom" like to crap on the, the We've we've wrapped up all of the negativity about. The the match day experience with the words soccer mom I think it's a little unfair, so uh, I want to hit that like if there weren't soccer moms bringing their kids and their families like we probably wouldn't have there a club. would be okay, no one yeah, there and, like, and we wouldn't have a club so go it's to a game like, at Coors Field so mostly going to be families
0: go to a Broncos game yeah. it's gonna be a bunch of families with their kids I think those are really bad go to examples. Nuggets and Avs games no any sports game that, that's how you fill the stadium is is. Marketing to the family in town that wants well, to go course spend $250 field is, dollars course field is between a giant food, bar. yeah.
2: I think it's like a little it, bit different because yeah, is just uh, a bar, people are it is not just
0: yeah. a bar. There are so many kids and parents and families that go to people, games. People, people, yeah. Are are the early ones, <laughs>
1: baseball, anyway. anyway let, let's bring it back in. Like, my
0: point is that you have to that the people to that everybody. spend hundreds of dollars when they come, yeah. you can't not market. And invite those people to the stadium.
1: I think one of the biggest challenges, uh, and I think this is like a real, this is the hardest thing, I think, for the Rapids, both as a club, both for, uh, you know, C38, for, you know, supporters that are not sitting with C38. Um, The biggest challenge for the Rapids is to figure out what that identity is for match day. Because, I don't envy the folks working in marketing at at Rapids because the complaints are usually like there's too much family stuff going on and we need more ultras, like we need more crazy, Mm -hmm. right? I think we do. And then then the other side of it is, you know, but I want to be able to take my kids there and I don't want to have to put earmuffs on them the whole time. Do right it, yeah and it, i have a kid you know like penny goes it's, it's to I, bring, games. I bring yeah. penny to like a lot of games she's probably and gone more than i have lately Honestly, yeah oh penny goes to way more matches than <laughs> you yeah <like laughs> she, she's she's a regular and i've taught her the songs from c38 she's always looking at c38 so we sit there and i teach her the the chants and the songs with you know songs a few words uh, <laughs> that are not for her um you know so that she can sing along and do the claps and stuff um, so we we have that interaction that C thirty eight is trying to lead, you know, for the rest of the stadium.
2: Also, um, those children become but, fans when they yeah, grow up. They grow up and to they, be fans. They they become ultras. They become people that want to follow the squad. But all the, the way problem, the, so again, the
1: challenge is like, how do you make an experience at Diggs Sporting Goods Park that is both fun and safe for families? but also doesn't feel like a family event so that people who don't have families that are single, you know, or married or whatever dating without kids can come in, have drinks, get rowdy and have fun and have that soccer supporter experience that they want. Right. You know, like how do we make C38 bigger than just that section so that that bleeds out into the rest of the stadium while also not pushing away you know, uh, parents from, from not wanting to bring their kids. And I would love it to not be like, you know, the obvious answer is, well, oh, we split it right down the middle and the family sit on one side and, and like, that's terrible. Like, cause yeah. I want the energy to be like involved, you know? So I think all of the things that we're going to talk about, I think they really do like they kind of ladder back up to what is, the identity of the Rapids match day experience. And, and, and I don't think anybody has that answer, by the way. Yeah. What would you do? Um, it's just trying to figure yeah. out how to, how to put both of those things in there.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I do want to counter to a little bit of it because, um, nowhere in my, uh, op-ed am I advocating for more ultras or more, well, yeah, or more of one certain. Like I think you need a melting pot of different stuff, Absolutely. right? We're all in agreement with that, right? Yeah, sure. need, yeah, for sure. We need a good mix. The issue that I have with the Rapids experience as of late is that there is no immediate connection for anybody to have that kind of, you know, that feeling of like being connected to the club, whether it whether it's players coming out and signing autographs after the game. Whether it's everyone in unison singing along to a song, I mean RSL. For as much as we like to shit on them, everyone there, everyone that goes to the games knows about their their song anthem. They sing it before the game, they sing it after the game, they sing it after songs. Everybody in the stadium knows that cues when when to sing their shitty, stupid song. They they know exactly when that occurs. You know. SKC they know exactly when a corner comes everyone and you know we have the the, the viking clap, clap yeah. yeah and that's that's good you know why you know why i know it's good because not only does it get everyone involved but it gets the you know front office officials have said openly and publicly we love the clap why do they love the clap because everyone gets involved right yeah,
2: it's, it's, stadium, it's a whole yeah. stadium kind of thing
3: yeah and so it's things like that it's things like i mean Match day experience—you don't really got to cater to one side or the other. I mean, as as a C38 rep, I'll tell you right now, like our, the goal of C38s to get more C38 members, right? Yeah. We don't need the Rapids to do that, but if they bring, you know, if they if people come to the stadium and, and and see that, you know, oh, who are those guys? That's how I got into C38. I said those guys are cool. I'm gonna go join them, right? And slowly and surely, got to where I, I was at. Helped out, helped volunteer, and that's that's the C38 route, right? And the Rapids had no um, kind of push me to do that they didn't push me to go either one side i just kind of went and did it uh what i want from like the, t- the club is i want um you know experiences that stick with you mm-hmm. not only at you as a father but you know penny as a child early on sure. saying like hey i remember when i was young like you know diga rubio came over and like you know clapped me away like uh you know said hi to me said goodbye you know something like that i mean it, it, I don't think it's that hard to really like you know, aside you know and chance whatever people feel that's
2: one kind of
3: yeah kind of promote things within the squad. I mean Thanksgiving Day, uh, last year what did the Rapids do? They got they, everybody involved, like every team. They got in everyone involved. What did they do? They they did something as simple as putting a flag yep, on, on every everybody was seat. fun as hell. You know, and that wasn't a C thirty eight led thing. That wasn't like a anybody on on Twitter saying. Uh, maybe someone did have the idea of like. Hey, let's put flags in everyone's seats, I, right? I
1: think what that was, okay, if I jump in. Yeah, I think yeah, go so ahead. We're talking about the flags. Um, I think why that was successful. First, I think the reason it happened is because it was televised and uh, the Rapids want to make a good show of it. So, which is fine. That's what the Rapids should be doing. Like, I want us to look good on TV. What I would like to see, and I think this is also linked to what you're saying, is like, I would like to see that for every match. You know, and I'm not saying that they need to give out a free flag on every match. Right. But the important thing, it's not about the flag, it's about the fact that there was a visual thing that everyone can see from all around the stadium. So, one, there's visual, right? Two, it's easy. I don't have to learn any lyrics or chants or songs. Right. Uh, I don't have to be a good singer or anything like that. I can hold up a flag and wave it around. And right? I'm participating. And it's yeah, easy, that's, that's right. the big one. It's easy to participate and engage with. It's highly visual, right? And those two very, very simple things got that place going absolutely bananas. It yeah. was awesome. You know, it was electric. And you
2: could really feel like C38 kind of fed off of that. Oh, C38 yeah. C38 was oh, electric gosh, that whole they game. Were going like, crazy. Yeah. C38 was one of the best parts of that game, in my opinion, because. They fed off the crowd energy, and the crowd en- the crowd would feed off C-38. It was just, like, yep. reciprocating. Every right. time, it would just keep building up. Unfortunately, everybody got kind of blue balls because nothing ever happened. <laughs> so like, so like it yep. was, like, really building up to something. You could feel the energy for, from everybody just kind of jumping little by little. Yep. Everybody was, like, getting really into it. From I was at the press box. You're not supposed to celebrate at the press mm. box. You're not supposed to do any of that kind of things, but I could tell that we were all kind of on, on the on the edge of our seats. We were kind waiting of waiting like, for that release. It's gonna happen. You can feel the crowd starting sure. to get there.
3: Can can you put up uh Zach Howley's uh comment here because uh uh it helps that the team does really well but I remember back sure. in twenty fifteen.
0: It's such a big part of it.
3: Well that's a big thing, but even before when the Rapids were bad, they were doing fan engagement way better than they have I mean nowadays. I remember Kevin Doyle, uh an Irishman uh, on the St. Patrick's Day game, they gave everyone free green shirts, right? And then, there what did everyone do during the game? They wore them, yeah. and we did like a green out, right?
1: I still, I still use the pint glasses. Yeah, and they yeah. sold the pint glasses that were green. Yes, also for that, and they, I don't even have color on them anymore; they're faded. Cause and, I still use them.
3: And the thing is, the thing about like these kind of memorable experiences is it leads to this exclusivity, right? And I think that's what I think that's what fans like is like there's this is the only time in the game where we'll do a green out right is the yeah. is the saint patrick's day the fireworks after the show that's the only game that why is fourth of july fill out because it's fireworks it's fourth fire. right. of engage july me. right but it's also Fanny like hey me. you guys want to be on the rapids field like that's so cool that sticks with i mean that sticks with my brother he was six years old the first time we took him to a uh, a fourth of july game and he like loved it. He loves it. He loves going on the field. It's things like that. It's things that kind of engage the supporter. Uh, but it's also like, hey, now that you're a supporter, like you gotta uh, from a club perspective, uh, a match day perspective, you gotta make sure
2: you're taking care of them. Sure, sure. It's not just like cooking them in. I it's think... also keeping them around. I
0: think one thing, and you know, it does it does take investing in, in match day experiences like that, and making the right marketing connections, and purchasing those things ahead of time to have those flags or the scarf or the shirt. Or the pom-pom or the whatever. Or the wavy noodle thing like the people behind the basket of nuggets games get. Right. Noise or distract or whatever. Whatever that is, it takes time and investing and making sure that you're doing that ahead of time. Not waiting for a big game like a playoff game or not making sure that game's gonna matter because then all of a sudden you're not being able to do those things. Right. I will say Mm -hmm. this. Until now, until this offseason, the Rapids, which don't actually make money, right? Like the Rapids as a whole lose money as a club, right? But for the first time, this offseason, they're adding 25 people to the front office, which doesn't seem like a lot, but sports teams in general have about the same size staff as like a department store, as a Macy's or, or a Nordstrom's or something. That's how big most sports teams' total staff is, right? So they're hiring 25 people across departments, and that includes, only because I saw it on LinkedIn the other day, a director of match day experience. This is a new position they that they have, have now invested. They used to in. have that, sure, yeah. yeah. But COVID came in. Yeah, they weren't making any money, yeah. which they already don't make money when they are making money, right? right. But then they made no money. And this is important. And so thing now they have invested that. in this, including they promoted someone to this role to invest in things like this. I'm not saying that means it's going to happen or the problems have been fixed, but I do think it is a step in the right direction from the club's perspective that maybe these things are going to be fixed. Maybe yeah. they are addressing and hearing and now have an actual budget to do that. Is that, is I mean, that where's your time, hope time level will, knowing time that they're will, doing time that. will tell,
1: right? Like we'll, we'll have to see what it is, but like my thing is <laughs> no. like, I don't want to, every, everybody has very similar complaints. Right. And it, and I think it all gets down to really what, what Juan was saying is that it's really like feeling a lack of connection between the club and the fans in the stadium. You know, I, am paraphrasing, but yes. that's, that's kind of what you said. Um, and I, and I agree with that. Like I agree with that a hundred percent. And I think that's always been the challenge, whether you're in C38 or you're, uh, you know, sitting wherever, um, if you're not even sitting, if you're up in the concourse, cause you don't like your seats and you know, you just want to, go over the the bridge and and watch from there which is a fun place to watch the match too. Um but there is that lack of connection there and I think some of that comes down to tradition. Um somebody posted in the comments like why can't we just sing a song blah blah blah. Like we could, like we've tried that a few times and people don't and th- there's a lot of reasons for that. You know, a lot of it is a lot of a lot of folks that live in Denver are not from here, and they move yep. in, and they're not Rapids fans yet, you know. Yeah, um, that's or, or, or maybe they're bringing in wherever they came from. They're fans of their home team still, which is fine. Like, you're allowed to do that. No, you're not. You don't have to.
2: You are. You adopt the team that like, you move
1: to. give up your life when you move somewhere else. It's like, if I you move should. somewhere else, I'd still be a Rapids yeah, fan. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, w- I wouldn't give that or up. We're the exception. Everybody else so, has to adopt us. <laughs> if Yaya ever moves, he's not going to be a Rapids fan anymore. Oh, hell, hell no. <laughs> I'll be a so, Rapids uh, supporter. That's so what I'm going to be. He's going to wow. be a fan. You don't even go to games.
2: I don't go to games because I You do, like, actually, like, see the game. I know. So, three know. of you like the, all of you guys are there so I'm like, okay, I need to see what can actually happen on turn, TV. It's like turn. a little bit different yeah. perspective. no but I get wonders, that? You've kind of like you heard you like you hear there's new positions coming in. You have that like very deep like, hey, they need to hire more people. Does that give you hope for the future? That like things will change or is it kind of like a little too late for that?
3: No, it's never too late to make adjustments and and I think I'll always say like uh like you know, not not to ever like make this ever seem like sure. threatening, but like peop, front office people are gonna come and go. I started going when Tim Hinchey was the the guy, and then you know slowly and surely uh, Wayne and, and got have control. And before
1: that I mean, people are like, oh, I don't like how things are going, dude. Back in the day, there was an airplane that used to yes. fly around on the last home match of the season. Yeah, with a. One of those planes with the banners that flies behind it would circle around for 20 minutes every year that would say, bravo out, KSC out. And every year, like... Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean, this was every year. Like, you remember, you've been going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been going.
3: And and my main thing is, like, those, you know, people in these positions will come and go. And there's only, you know, so much I can do. Uh, where I've I've kind of turned focus on like how can I make the C thirty eight experience better, right? And that involves things which is a great experience, right? But I mean, there's also there's also a C thirty eight experience outside the game. How do we add to that? Sure. How do we make it?